Salty bitches. <laughs> I like how we both sang that in different <laughs> styles. I was going for like a chill vibe and you were going for like a wake up. Yeah, I was going for like... <laughs> I just you need like one of the one of those buttons that makes all the noise that <laughs> just does it. Oh, Megan, another week has gone by. Another week has gone by. Another week has gone by. Uh I I learned from you that you ended up finishing season 1 of Atlanta. I did. I did I need, indeed. I need your thoughts. We all um, need your thoughts, really. The things that stand out to me, because, like, to be honest, I started watching after episode five, which is what we were. It was my last week's assignment. Yeah. Um, so I just continued watching it that day, like, forever. <laughs> and so some episodes ended up being, like, background noise to whatever I was doing. But the the parts that stood out to me were... <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I'm getting to know these women a little bit better. Sheree's um, <laughs> fashion viewing question mark. Oh, her fashion show with no fashions. Yeah, um, I found out that like I feel like the small interactions I have had with Dwight, I don't yet know if I'm a fan. However, entertainment purposes absolutely yes because he just like says whatever he feels he does and having him um talk with nini about sheree's fashion was very funny um her fashion show i was a little bit like (laughs) stressed for her when (laughs) when the clothing if you can call it that showed up and particularly the yellow dress where they're like, they added elastic to it. They, oh. It literally looked like something from like a Kmart, like kid section. Like it looked, it was so bad. And the thing is her designs I thought were like beautiful. I don't know if, I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> she didn't draw them. Um, I liked her designs. And then when they showed up, I was like, oh, <laughs> My gosh, I like the idea of instead of canceling it, just having pictures of them on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just like the ultimate loophole. Um, everything that has to do with Kim, I've, I'm just enchanted by. <laughs> what? Okay. It's Did... so, del- it's Delulu. <laughs> I, I have to ask, did you notice or did you see at the reunion when Kim talked about how she got sick and then how she had a friend who said he was about 90% sure she had cancer and then all the ladies were like Kim we would we never knew that if we knew that things would be different and then Kim goes well found out I never had cancer (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the thing is what I found the the most um fishy about that is that like, she wanted them to believe it. She knew she didn't have cancer going into that, right? Uh-huh. And she says, like, oh, I'm 90% sure that you have cancer. And then when Andy says, did you have cancer? She didn't want to say no. Uh-huh. 
she didn't want to say no. That was so strange to me. And then the fact when she did say no, and all the women were like, well, we didn't know that. Like, we didn't know you were sick like that at all. I was like, okay, well, then what was it? Like, did she have, like, maybe, like, an autoimmune disease, like, lupus? Like, I have a thyroid disease, and my hair was falling out. Like, not to a level where I needed a hairpiece. But it's like, just so funny. It's interesting like, to want people to think you had cancer, but then not tell them what you actually had. It's funny hearing you say, just already, what you said about Sheree and me and other fans knowing what we know now about Sheree and where she's at in life currently. And what you just said about Kim and all of us who are fans who know where Kim is at in life currently and just knowing what you don't know. (laughs) Like, You want to know my favorite thing about Sheree? What? Her She by Sheree fashion line. It never came out, did it? It launched maybe a year and a half or two years ago. Really? So not fall of 09? (laughs) No, it came in like spring, summer, September. Wow. And that that quote is lost on you, which is sad, but eventually you'll you'll get there. And then Kim, little miss. Wait, what quote is lost on me? Spring, summer, September. Oh, I don't Um, know anything yet. I'm like a... I know! I'm a housewife's baby. And then Kim with her non-cancer cancer um there's a season and there's an episode where nini <laughs> she's talking about kim and she goes she talks about how she's never known anyone to have she's she has thyroids she has high blood pressure she has cancer she has tumors she has liver disease she, she just lists as many things as she can she's like she's she's had every illness and she's still alive <laughs> <laughs> i mean obviously i worded it wrong but it's it's so funny um so kim's non-health health is always an issue um always an issue but okay i love i love that you finished those episodes out season two yes the reunion though too was was messy it was Um, what i enjoy about this particular show is like it's messy but like i said before like last week i don't have to feel stressed when i watch it like some of the episodes yeah they're background noise but like it's just like i feel like i don't have to like prep as much to to talk about it i don't have to like like with salt lake there's just it's so convoluted and there's so much going on and it's so dramatic and it's almost too much to handle. And this is just like, if the characters of Salt Lake City just leaned into their caricatures, if you will, and didn't get like ugly in the drama, that is like yeah. Atlanta to me. Like they're they're all characters and they're all fun to watch even the messy ones even the ones that that might suck as people in real life right right there it's just it's pure entertainment value with none of the stress and i love that um one one thing i love too with atlanta versus like salt lake or any other city Atlanta is the only franchise where all basically all of the housewives are 
they lean more left with politics and they're a little more liberal and they're more progressive. I mean, obviously given the climate of it, it makes sense, but at the same time, you can really tell a difference it makes in a person when they just have more self-awareness, which people like the Salt Lake women or Orange County or Beverly Hills or things like that, New Jersey, especially they lack the self-awareness. So it's refreshing because you get the, Mm -hmm. you get the drama, you get the chaos, but then you get touching moments. Right. Like at the end of the day, I know I'm only like a season in, but like at the end of the day, I don't like dislike any of them. Same. Like I definitely have those I love and those that I'd be fine never seeing again. But as far as every Atlanta housewife goes that I've ever seen, I love them all. Mm Mm-hmm. So today we are recapping season two, episode two. Kim Intervention. Kim Intervention. I, this episode is so weird because there's so many moments that are just stupid, but with what's going on, it makes the lead up to what you want to see even more worth it. it. There's just, there's so much inconsistency and chaos that it just it works so the episode opens with Sheree back at the Mexican restaurant with the guacamole she loves that she took Kim <laughs> to where Kim spelled the word cat k-a-t um, love that for her she's there with her friend Tanya and so she's telling her friend Tanya about this independence party she wanted to have in the party planner who didn't deliver Now, I do have to say, what your homework is, you need to look up the fight between Sheree and the party planner and see where the who gone check me boo tagline came from because that is Sheree's pivotal housewife moment. Wait, what? What was the quote? Who gone check me boo? Oh. (laughs) You you need to... That whole fight... Oh my gosh. You didn't even see it. You saw nothing. You saw nothing. So that's your assignment. That's your homework. Um, Wait, wasn't that in the episode? Oh, they're recapping what happened on episode one. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So that fight happens in the first episode. Wait, the one Uh between her and the party planner where she's like, hit me, hit me. Yeah, you've seen nothing. Well, they're going to show more of it? Or I need to go back and watch the whole episode. You you either need to watch the episode or just look up the fight. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So in season <laughs> one, episode one, they have the season fight? Two, season two. Season two, episode one. Oh, I watched that. Okay. I've so, watched since season, since episode five, season one, I've watched every episode. Oh, you've just, okay. Up then until great. Now, yeah. So, Okay. Perfect. So then, okay, then you know. You know, you yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that was this episode. I confused myself, and then I probably confused everyone else. Um, Good no, I did. Job. I watched the fight, and that was insane. So Sheree wanted. I don't even know whose fault that was. Everybody's. It it's was his so... fault. It He's was the professional. Yeah. It, that was really. That was just insane. So. After all that fiasco, she doesn't want to do a big party anymore. And so she says she wants to do something small, women only, only friends, 
<laughs> and then have people share their divorce stories and show that, that there is light like, at the end of the tunnel. That sounds like a bad time. It sounds terrible. And that's that. Lisa and Ralph are having coffee, talking about his NFL career. And she says she's going to be more open to it happening. And Lisa's baby just is headbutting the shit out of her chest. It sounded so painful till I realized it was just the sound of the microphone. I know. I was like, did her ribs break? Oh, no, it's the microphone. (laughs) Um, Nini calls Kim, tells her she'd like to get together with Lisa and Sheree. And Kim's like, no, I'll meet with you. (laughs) Like, not them. So they agree they're going to meet at their favorite. It's okay. They say it's their favorite hangout, which is Cinco's. But if Kim's favorite places seem to be Mexican restaurants, how did she, A, not know what guacamole is, and B, hate guacamole? Right? Whatever. I, <laughs> she's so out of her mind. Um, Kim randomly... Ha- that. It's funny when I read these notes back because it really just puts into perspective how just this episode is in no sort of order. Um, Kim has a designer come over to make her a dress. We find out she broke up with Big Papa and she wants to move on. And Kim wants us all to know that she was never with Big Papa for his money. And then says that she has to get three jobs just to like keep up the lifestyle but but she was never with him for the money so of course figure it out um that designer made me feel drunk with how he talked that design that the the dress that she had was so (laughs) hideous the two of them just drunk talking and trying on like ripped up cinderella rags was absurd it literally looked like I, I don't even make it looked like the from she, it, 2004. It, it looked like the she by Sheree fashion that got dropped off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it's, it's, <clears throat> I know that it's like, I have to take what I see. I, I just, because I know that it's like 2009 and I have to continuously remind myself that that's why they're making these choices. But still, <laughs> yes, but we can also. An ugly dress was always ugly. <laughs> it always. And not only that, but the fact she has those like nude photos of herself in her bedroom for her to look at. I didn't just... even notice that. Oh, she has photos of herself all over her home. It's just a house full of her. A house full of her. Um, Candy, who just left the show, is now is introduced in season two. And we now get our Candy scene. Um, Candy is looking at blogs and she's irritated. And she's upset because her mom's mad about Candy being engaged to AJ. I have to say, this is so long ago. And with what happens with this, it was so, like, traumatic and so quick. I'll get into it later on here. 
I forgot this relationship was a thing because she's been with her husband now for so long. In my brain, they've only ever been a couple. But when I saw her upset about the AJ stuff, I was like, oh shit, this was a story. Then I was like, wait, what happened to him? And I looked it up and I was like, oh shit, this was really bad. So we'll get there. There's not a lot I want to talk about with the candy relationship thing, though, obviously, because it's no more, obviously. So they had their moment. It was cute. I didn't know that. Oh, you'll know some more here soon. Um, This part. Shrey goes with Tanya to the shooting range because she feels like she needs to protect her family now. And oh, especially God, since girl. they're, oh How yeah. How are you going to protect in... your family if you're literally throwing a gun around, well, waving it? Oh my gosh, I was so stressed. Kills me. She shows up with her red bottoms. Yep. And the first thing, they tell her exactly what you need to do with the gun. She shoots it, loses her shit, forgets where she is, runs around laughing and screaming. She points the gun every which way you can. It's like Sheree. She's the reason I will never set foot in a shooting range. I've never (laughs) shot a gun. I've never touched a gun. I don't want to. People like her are the reason that's never going to happen. Yeah, that was crazy. I'm glad that her friend was like pointing it where it was supposed to go. When she's like, ooh, I shot a heart, a kidney, a liver. I'm like, yeah, you almost shot the heart, the kidney, and the liver of your production team. (laughs) Yeah, like everyone around (laughs) you. Oh, it that was outrageous. Um, just you're gonna go with red bottoms to shoot a gun and you've never shot a gun before. I can't get over that. That was the most stressful thing I've seen so far. Uh, and then oh. I, just, I just, I don't know. I can't, I put myself in like when I watched that moment in particular, and this is probably going to make me sound terrible. I apologize already, but I know it sounds terrible. I just said I'd never go to a shooting range. But if I was at a shooting range, just enjoying my time, doing my thing, and I just saw anybody walking in dressed like they were going shopping for prom for their daughters, and it looked like maybe they had a cocktail or two, and giggling on their way in. Do you know how fast I'd leave? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I don't blame you. <laughs> like, let me go first before they start shooting. Because if they want to take each other out, that's fine. Not me. Anyway, whatever. It was ridiculous. Kim gets to Cinco's for her little meetup with Nini. Nini gets there. Kim's like, I'm ready for anything to happen. She pulls out a helmet. <laughs> no, this isn't the helmet. This isn't the helmet yet. That's oh, way. Oh, no, this end. is the just with Nini. Yeah, this is the two of them. It's like so much and so little is happening this whole entire time. Yeah, like, they're mostly just like laughing. They're laughing, talking. They're kind of upset, but they're also like not. And then Nini's like, Kim. Why did you avoid me at Nisi Nash's house? And then she's like, uh, Sheree and Lisa are saying that you're talking shit about me and Greg and you, uh, Kim, we all know you hate Lisa, blah, blah, blah. And Kim's just kind of half listening. She's not listening to listen. She's listening to be like, 
okay, what do I say? And when do I say it? What do I say? When do I say it? And then Nini is like, you know, the four of us should sit down and talk, especially Sheree. And we need to hear what she says, which is like, okay, Kim and Sheree are supposed to be besties. Right. So you would think Uh Kim would be like, yeah, let's sit down. And then Kim goes, Sheree can come sit her fat ass right here and tell me different. And it's like, oh, Kim. (laughs) I've noticed that she says that about her a lot. A lot. Which is funny because all last season, who was she saying that about? Nini. Mm -hmm. And then they have this back and forth. And but she didn't want Lisa to come because Lisa's the only person who calls her out, like in a way that she can't defend. And she calls it derogatory. <laughs> oh, girl, that's called the truth. Kim's like, "What? It's not a big deal. Nothing I'm saying is a big deal." And then she looks at Nini and she's like, "You know, what's important to me is sitting right here in front of me. I will sit at a table." With you and Sheree. And then she proceeds to say, like you were saying, I won't work with Lisa because she's derogatory. So now, after Kim's like, you know what's important to me? You. You are. And I'll sit with you and Sheree, but not Lisa. And it's like, all of a sudden, they're best friends again. And then they like fucking do a pinky swear. And they're like, oh, I don't even know what they were pinky swearing over. Me neither. Kim, Kim just like sat on her lap and like petted her boob for a minute. And then was just like giggling. And then they're like, pinky swear, pinky promise, pinky swear. And it's like, but pinky promised what? Yeah, it was a whole lot of nothing. Like you said. <laughs> I just, you, you imagine you're agree to go to a lunch or dinner with someone you're not getting along with. Okay. Do you think you're going to spend the end of that lunch sitting on their lap, grazing their boob and giving them pinky promise kisses over empty promises of nothing? No. Well, even Kim described it. She was like, I've never, I never have more fun with anyone but Nini, but I'm also never as standoffish as I am. You know what's important Wait, to me? Wait, did Nini say that or did Kim say that? I feel like Kim said it, but I could be wrong. At this point, I can picture both of them saying that. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, <laughs> they both feel the same way. So. Excuse me. I, uh, I just love, what's important to me is sitting right here in front of me. Really? <laughs> Kim, get a grip. Uh, Nini tells Greg about her sit down with Kim. Greg could care less about the pettiness. <laughs> He's like, all right. Um, okay, here you go. This is where you're going to learn some stuff. So Candy goes to see her hairdresser and we learn she's working on a new album. Mm-hmm. And she shows the hairdresser the engagement ring. And they talk about that. And Candy's talking about how it's important for her to get married and have a father figure present in her daughter Riley's life. She feels it's important. It's like, oh, this is really sweet. Um, you can tell Candy's like super happy. And then she gets upset when she's saying how her mom is making it tough, saying how she doesn't want her to get married. And the 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 thing with Mama Joyce, Candy and Mama Joyce, 
Mama Joyce is essentially a housewife herself because of how she has just created so much chaos season after season. Even in the most current season with her husband she's married to, who she still thinks is an opportunist and a freeloader. It's it's unreal. So Mama Joyce... I felt bad for Candy during this scene. Oh, yeah. Mama Joyce will have you feeling bad for Candy a lot. So the tornado that is Mama Joyce, you have just been introduced to. So the reason I didn't remember this AJ thing. So AJ and Candy never even got married. Okay. Um, so I pulled this up. I'm going to read this just whole article to you so you can take it in. Uh, those of you who know the story, obviously you know what I'm about to say, but we are about to hear Megan's reactions to the Candy AJ situation. Uh, this article is by Jocelyn Veniff on October 5th, 2009. Ashley AJ Jewell, fiance of Real Housewives of Atlanta star and Grammy winning songwriter Candy Burris, died on early Saturday morning in Atlanta after what? getting oh <laughs> yeah after getting into a brawl outside the strip club Burris released a statement on Sunday about his death I am devastated by the loss of AJ Burris said his death comes on the heels of the death of my beloved uncle Ralph and with both of them gone my heart is heavy with grief Jewel who was 34 died of massive head injuries after getting into an altercation outside the body tap club. He was allegedly beaten by Frederick Richardson, who was arrested after being released from the hospital for injuries he received during the fight. Richardson is being charged with involuntary manslaughter. According to the paper, Jewel was part owner of the club and Richardson was an employee there. What on earth? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had spoken to AJ two hours before I got the call that he was in the hospital, Candy said in her statement. Never in a thousand years did I think it was going to be the last time I heard his voice. He was taken way too soon. There are so many things that I should have said to him, wanted to say to him, but now it's too late. Burris, who has worked with Mariah Carey and TLC in the past, took to her Twitter page shortly after the incident and later wrote a blog post for the website hellobeautiful.com. AJ had a great spirit and he was a good man, Burris wrote, defending her fiance from the bad rap that he was receiving since appearing on Housewives. He was a father of six kids, but had other children that he raised and loved like his own, including mine. It truly bothered him the way he has been portrayed in the media. And actually it's bothered me too. AJ was not a scrub, like so many people like to blog and say. He did not need me for financial gain, nor did he use me to gain some type of celebrity. In all actuality, AJ hated and was uncomfortable with being on camera, she added. Off camera, AJ was very charismatic and a friend to many. He believed in God and always genuinely tried to do the right thing. When did this happen? 2009. So, like, later in the season, he just dies? I I can't remember if it happened while they filmed that season and then they talked about it at the end. Or if it was early on the next season, but it got brought up. That's crazy. It was wild. 
Yeah, because I watched, I was watching the episode to take notes, and I was like, AJ. It's like, who the fuck is AJ? And then I looked at my dad. I'm like, wait, didn't he die? I was like, hold on, no, he didn't die. I'm like, did he? And he did. I was like, oh, like I did. So yeah, it. There, season two of Atlanta. That is traumatic (laughs) as hell. Yeah. So Lisa and Ralph are at a fertility doctor. Moving on. Don't know how else to segue into that. Uh, Head first, apparently. (laughs) Head first. Oh gosh, with one of the heads. I hate it. Wait, what? I hate everything. (laughs) I my brain. My brain right now is a mess because we said that could mean so many things. I'm not prepared to hear. Well, because we said Lisa and Ralph at the fertility doctor, and then you said head first, and then I took it another way because Ralph is very attractive, and so I thought head first, but (laughs) in another. Yep. That's that scene. That's that fertility doctor. Um, Candy heads to her mom's to chat about the engagement. She doesn't want to have another argument with her. And immediately, Mama Joyce just gets into it and her thoughts on AJ and just how she feels about it. And Candy is upset and her aunts kind of chime in. Given... I'm glad her aunt stood up for her because okay. that situation looked so difficult to be in. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine having to deal with hearing someone that close to you be so opinionated on someone who's going to be a part of your life and not being in a place to where you feel like you can say something about it. So yeah, seeing her aunts speak up like that was nice, but it was still just like, this is such a sad situation. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> Could you imagine if, I mean, we all know everyone I try dating, I get over, like, if they sneeze once, and then I'm done. Like, oh, I'm dating someone, I'm seeing someone, oh, oh they sneezed, I'm over it. Like, I get the ick that fast, too. Well, I'm totally a Seinfeld person when it comes to dating. Like, I really, I mean, I told you, Valentine's Day... I get a Valentine's message and it goes, happy V-Day, friend. Ew. I've not said a single thing to him since. Immediately blocked. I, well, I haven't <laughs> blocked him yet, but I'm about to. Every day, miss you. Hey, how are you? Miss you. Miss you. Hey. Hey, sexy. Hey, miss you. Do you think I've responded to any message? No, those are literally the worst kinds of messages to get. Who says that? I don't. A psycho. Like... First off, I don't know you, so don't message me. If I know you, it's different. Like, if I've hung out with you in like, groups, you tra- if you've met my friends, if you know there's this established connection where you are a part of my life, sure. But you've only met me, and we had two dates. Two. And... The fact that, like, they message, like, every day. Every and day. And get a response. Like, like, take the hint. Like, where you don't have anything, where there's nothing established with us. There, there's nothing. 
we were trying to establish it. But when you said, happy V-Day, friend, that done. That, <laughs> that was my it. That's exactly the tonation they used, too. It was. <laughs> happy V-Day, friend. I can't. I, boys are gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like it. Um, ra- they just had this random small clip of Nini and Lisa going to dinner together, talking shit on Kim. I don't even remember that because it. It was just quick. They just brief. Like right after Nini and Kim make up and become like besties, she's like, "Ah, Lisa, Kim is so stupid." I don't something like that. And that was that. Uh. Shay's doing laundry. Nini calls her and tells her, hey, I had to sit down with Kim the other night. And uh, she said she'll sit down with us. So I want you to come out with us Thursday. And we're going to be giving Kim an intervention. (laughs) And it's like, okay. Okay, here we go. And then I pushed pause to see where the episode was. I'm like, it's not happening yet. (laughs) I'm like, what is going to happen? Yeah, we only got like half of it because the rest of it continues the next episode outside. I did that on purpose because I know what happens next and I know you're I knew when it cut off. I even looked to my mom and I said, that's exactly what I was hoping for. I was like, I remembered kind of it ending there because none of the shit happened yet. And like, but I knew it was right about to like Lindsay Lohan's dad shows up. Her wig gets pulled. Oh, yeah. You get a you get a wig pull. Someone pulls Kim's wig, and then Lindsay Lohan's dad is there. What on earth? Excuse me, Lindsay Lohan's daddy. What are you doing here? Oh my gosh, Ar- I mean, Ariana. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Lisa and Ralph yeah, have a date. I'm, I'm already like. I mean, I, since the first episode, I've I I just continued watching, and I've just literally like I can't stop now. So I'll probably watch every episode through my next assignment. I mean, I I knew this. I knew it was going to happen. It's like <laughs> it's why I purposely picked episodes because they're like favorite episodes. Because I knew you were going to get hooked. So I'm like, these will be episodes you can watch out of order. Like you can watch it and then get to it and then go back. Because I knew you were just going to, you were going to get sucked in. <laughs> um, Lisa and Ralph have their date night and I'm bored by it. They get naked in the tub. He puts his penis in her vagina letter and they try to make babies. They don't show you that. You don't see that part. <laughs> I mean, you can imagine it if you want to. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> but I don't really care to. I imagined that I was Lisa. And she's right. He didn't need to do all that because he winked and my pants were off. Oh, my gosh. You know what I was thinking about during that scene? One, well, post wink, because the wink, I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. After the fact, I was like, man, so after they're in the bathtub and they say, let's make babies, I was like, okay, like, thinking about the facts here. After that, they would have to stand up, remove the microphone packs that were absolutely visible, 
between all the bubbles. And then give it to the camera crew. The camera crew would have to clean up all their stuff and take down lights and wrap up all their cords and then leave the house. And then they're going to have to, like, shut and lock the door. And then they'll probably talk about the day and the filming. And then they're not going to care anymore. You have no excitement in your life, do you? (laughs) No, I just, I've been in film too long. (laughs) Like, I've been in film so long and I've done reality TV before. And that's just, like, I can't imagine that, like, tension remaining while all the chaos of all of the people in their house. You know what I mean? You know, if I was Lisa and it was me in that scenario. Unless you just couldn't wait for them to leave. We wouldn't have even made it from the dinner table to the bath. And (laughs) production would have not had their mics. We would have probably had our clothes half on. We would have done what we needed to do. If they stayed and filmed, great. If they didn't, great. I'm sure sure a couple of them would have stayed for the free show. I'm sure they would have filmed it. And then I'm sure it would have leaked. But you know what? That wink... I would do reality TV show sex with Ralph with that wink. <laughs> I was oh really excited God. to talk about that. I'm glad I got the chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got it out of your system. They showed a video of him on one of the seasons and it showed his ass in it. And I remember when it happened, I paused it for the longest time, just, <laughs> just staring. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So... Anyway, next, not the Kim intervention. Um, Candy shows up to the studio to work on her new album with Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye Jazzy Faye uh, worked with Sierra. Aaliyah, Lil Wayne, Sierra. Um, I just remember a Jazzy Faye yeah. production. Yeah. <laughs> um, Candy's like, I need to get with him. I need to get with him on this album. Um, she's talking about how her goal is to make stories for the album. She wants more love stories. Talks about how being in the studio is a release for her through her music. And she's been so stressed lately that it's just the outlet she needs. And it's kind of like hearing what Candy's saying and knowing what she's going through. It's like a total art imitates life moment. I just, I love, this is the other reason I love Atlanta. It's the musician in me the singer in me the performer in me when we get these moments that is when i remember and always realize atlanta is my number one for these reasons specifically you know i can say as much as i wish and i wish we got more of kim singing just for me and I hope we get more in the future. I loved hearing Candy, who is an actual singer, just like riffing. And like, I love watching musicians and singers. I love watching the process. I, I love it so much. I don't know if I tell you something or just or let you figure it out. <laughs> well, I know that Kim came out with music. Um. um. I don't think it, it's probably not good, but Kim goes on tour with Candy. Holy shit. Tell me no more. Wait, do we see it in the show? And Kim performs at a giant pride event. Wait, I knew this. And Someone told me this. 
Nini tags along at one point for the tour, and they're no. Not, oh yeah, they're, don't tell me. Don't tell all, me anymore. This already sounds I'll just so tell you, juicy. Seasons one, two, and three are Kim's pop star journey. I love it so much. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, Kim will never make an album like Candy. Kim will never be as successful as Candy. (laughs) So we get to the moment. The ladies arrive at Fab with the goal of confronting Kim of all the nasty things that she's been saying. Kim. Why did I say it like Kim? (laughs) Kim. Kim says she's going against her gut feeling. She didn't want to be there, but she came anyway. Sheree is tired of Kim going behind everyone's backs and talking bad about each one of them. So first on the agenda, drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. The second they sit down, we should get drinks. Now let's get drinks. Um, and then they get right to Sheree telling Kim about the party planner. There is still no Kim intervention. And then Kim's like, girl, don't let that idiot ruin anything. Have your party. And then this is where Kim brings out her helmet. And she's like, look, I'm prepared for if you guys start throwing heels or something at me. That was funny. Like she was ready for a brawl. <laughs> it sounds like she almost gets one. <laughs> well, the funny thing is they she's ready for a brawl, but for the longest time, they're just like hanging out, having fun, laughing, being gal pals and then nini's like all right all right enough we came here for a reason kim we're here to have an intervention (laughs) (laughs) like just cuts right to it nini's like listen i heard all the stuff you've been saying about greg and then sheree has been saying that you said greg was a broke ass and then when sheree says that nini just chokes on her drink and it's like (laughs) i know how i said that was chaotic but that's how it played out. But that's it how it just, happened. That's how chaotic it was. Sheree says that Kim told Nini that Sheree put the stuff on the internet about her home getting rented. And then Kim says that Sheree told her that Nini only rented her house. And now we're in this messy, he said, she said, broke ass, not broke ass game of who said it, who done it. Past the telephone, what's going on? I love that Nini goes, I'm at a point where I don't know who to believe. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. When she's like, I, I sure Sheree's good at telling stories. I, I don't know if it, it's, it's Sheree making all this up. Um, Kim and Sheree just went at it for they're like getting up. They're well, Kim's getting up, not Sheree. Kim gets up, she's like shouting at Sheree in the restaurant. Sheree's shouting. It's a fancier kind of... It's not like a Chili's or something. Like, it's a more fancy kind of place. Everyone's yeah, everybody's, kinda... Everyone's at least in business casual, <laughs> if not, like, cocktail attire. Like, it's nowhere I would ever go. I'm sorry. If I have to wear a shirt, a button-up shirt and a tie to go there, first off, fuck that. You're eating food. I want to spill on something expensive. Anyone who does that is a dumbass. <laughs> um... Yeah, they're just shouting it out. And Kim 
It says something to Shrey about, oh, you keep bouncing checks. You keep bouncing checks. She's like, oh, okay, trailer trash. Fucking trailer trash. And then that that's when Ken's had enough. She just storms out. She's like, oh, fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. And then that's when, like you said, that was when Nini's like, no, Sheree could be the one making all this up. <laughs> and then Sheree is like, I'm going to go kick her ass. And oh, puts yeah. on her coat and just like, like runs gonna, after her. I'm going to go kick. And then Nini, she like grabs her purse like, ooh. She's like, me? girl, I can't run in heels. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she has her pur- she has her purse in her elbow. She's holding it. She like has one arm down on her side, kind of like a flapper girl. And she's like trotting. She's trotting out of the restaurant. <laughs> um, and there's still screaming at her kim goes outside to get away from the mess and then sheree like rips open the door to go out and then kim or not kim nini's just like i'm coming i'm coming and then we get to be continued uh-huh we sure did i'm about to watch the next episode too i i just the next i i'm just i'm so sad i will not be watching you watch it <laughs> but I know exactly how it's gonna go. Do you want yeah. me to live text you during it? <laughs> I do actually, and <laughs> I I want to see how right I am. Oh, and that was oh season two, episode two, Kim Intervention. Love that. I loved even the name of the episode, <laughs> <laughs> Kim Intervention. I just I love Atlanta. I love Atlanta. It, it's making me so happy. It's it's a gem for sure. I'm glad that this was the one you picked. You're welcome. I uh our our friend who is watching the show, she's either on season six or seven right now. She just binged it from the start. Oh my gosh, I feel like that's what I've been doing, but I'm not that far. <laughs> it's worth it. Well, it's like I'll watch until my assignment and then we have the assignment and then I watch like I've been watching like yeah. a, it's going to be like a season a week for me. <laughs> no, I get it. It's so funny because I'm like, OK, I'm just going to watch the episode. But I'm watching all the episodes again and then I'm like, I should try watching another franchise and I try and I'm like, nah, I'm bored. <laughs> like, no, it's boring. Unless it's Beverly Hills or Miami right now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the one, if I had to choose, I would just gravitate towards Beverly Hills just because I know all of those women. (laughs) Actually, I will strongly go against that because Miami, you you saw my post I made, Uh, Miami is my number one of the year. I The Miami housewives are so slept on, it's, it should be criminal. Like, they have everything. They also are, like, the type of women who, even when they hate each other, and they do some, like, they do real fucked up shit to hate each other, like, have reason to hate each other. Not, like, these uppity Salt Lake women. Like, they have real reasons to. But they still, like, genuinely support each other and look out for each other. And it's like, that's how it should be. Totally. Um, I mean, Beverly Hills, sure. I But I I feel like I need to say Miami all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So next week we will be recapping our season three episode. I'm excited for that one. Me too. That'll be a fun one. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go watch The Traitors. 
Oh my gosh, I need to start that. Oh, you don't even know. My cousin is obsessed with it, and she's like, "You need to, you need to watch it." You don't even know. You don't even know. So I'm gonna go do that. Um, yeah, everybody, if you aren't and you'd like to follow the podcast on Instagram, I'd say Twitter, but I'm never on it or X because it's stupid. I'll get I'll get on it randomly and see like a housewife story and then a bunch of penises and I'm like oh yeah there's porn on here I'm not <laughs> mad about it it just takes me by surprise um, yeah follow the podcast salty housewives podcast you can follow my personal Instagram Dallin.Thorup Megan at Megan X Golden if you enjoy hearing our voices every week. Yeah, feel free to leave us a rating. It helps the show. It's a free way to help the show. We don't make any money off this. We just do it for fun. This is mine and Megan's weekly phone call hangout. And we just (laughs) decide to do it with all of you. So if you like hanging out with us, tell us how much you love us because we need the validation and give us a five-star rating, but only a five-star rating. That's it. Yeah, that's what we accept. That's all we accept. If you give us anything lower we will send elephant poo to your home. And I know how to, because I can get Lisa Barlow's cybersecurity team on it. (laughs) I found out how to contact them. She probably doesn't even know how to yet. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. All right, everybody. That was fun. (laughs) Megan, I love you. Love you more. Bye. Bye.